Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Gone Racing. And welcome everybody to Gone Racing. Brendan Gone, Mr. Jeffrey Motley here at the fabulous VEASAN studio at the South Point today. And uh, Jeff, an extremely enjoyable to watch. Brickyard 400. It was a. It was kind of a crazy Brickyard 400. Dude, the, um, the, I saw some hard crashes. <clears throat> oh god! Saw some incredibly good oh. racing, and saw some un, you know unfortunate turn of events. And if you were a better that had a ticket on Denny Hamlin, you were. Oh, you, it, well, and, and we some of us in the picks last week had a Denny Hamlin to win. Somebody had both. Somebody to had win. Both, yeah. um, so he was hedging and and still got one of them. But man, did he hit hard? Uh, Denny hit hard, but I tell you, oh. Eric Jones. Eric it Jones hit hard. About as hard. Uh, that was a that was a really really hard hit that Eric and Jones a, and a crazy bind up on pit road. So so for the folks at home, I know this isn't the betting stuff yet, but the pit road at the brickyard. You think of the brickyard. It's this big massive place, right? Brick the pit road is like that big. Pit road is like trying to get into your two car garage when you built cabinets on both sides of it. Yeah, you got you got a <laughs> you got a dually and you're trying to pull into a you know that is the tightest freaking garage pit road in the sport and and an amazing turn of events on pit road. I just well, look, we've been hey, doing kudos this a long time. to Jeff Burton on NBC who had actually just talked about how treacherous pit road yeah. was and I mean with it, seconds later we had mass chaos on pit road and it was too. It took out took out Justin Allgaier, aka Jimmy Johnson, took out Ryan Blaney, took out a whole bunch of guys in, including one of Ryan Blaney's crew guys too who uh, ended up getting a broken leg and now, gonna be he is, out for a while. I, I've, I've talked to Jeffrey Thousandag uh, from Penske they said he's okay yes he has a broken leg but he is okay uh, and and in typical pit crew fashion gave the big thumbs up you know no crowd there yeah. doesn't matter cameras well, are still rolling cameras are on so he knew his nope, wife was probably gave, kids oh, yeah, watching no, no. on TV he knew his home, mother so. his father his wife somebody was right. watching that and he, he gave the thumbs up make sure that you knew he was okay yeah, Corey LaJoy was taken and, out in that and in you that know what's funny well. is I'm, I'm looking at something here though Jeff and I've, I've never seen this. I, I, I wanted to ask you about this on the official results of the race. You know how they list how, what you dropped out of the race from. So you have, you know, accident, accident engine, failure, engine failure, transmission. Okay. What is DVP? Uh, who, who got a DVP? Three people, Ricky Stenhouse, Brennan Poole, and Ryan Blaney. 
DVP. Yeah, I I don't know what a DVP. I've been doing this my basically my entire adult life. I've been racing NASCAR, and DVP is the reason for out. So it's damage vehicle policy. It's failure to meet oh, up to speed. Yeah. Ah. Black flag. See, that's and and welcome Isaiah back to Isaiah. Isaiah is uh, back. For those that don't know, Isaiah has, was our producer early in the year, and then he started beating us, and he met with unfortunate circumstances. We sent him to the, we sent him to the hospital. <laughs> so uh, Karina. As as many may know, she might have beat us last weekend, and she's not here. She's not here. She's still walking. She did. She she's yeah. okay. She's downstairs. As far as we know, that nobody needs to send flowers or anything right yeah. now. You know, but so, that's or, why or fruit basket. Isaiah is now back with us. So and Isaiah come through clutch right there at the damage vehicle policy. Damage vehicle policy. Okay. Wow. I mean, Karina will accept flowers. On the five minute clock. That's yeah. Uh, she will that, accept them. Still. That's why I didn't know what that was because. That's new. I've, I've never seen that on the deal. So three guys on the damage vehicle policy. Wow. It's but nice to learn something new. Every I know that's minute. pretty funny. Learn something new on the sport. Exactly. Um, amazing race though. But let's talk one. We talked about Pocono and Indy being so alike. Two favorites, Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick. Who are the two best guys? Crushing Denny Hamlin, it. Kevin Harvick. And if Denny Hamlin doesn't blow a right front tire, you know, who knows? You know, and it's funny. I, I, I did the edge with Jonathan Von Tobel uh, earlier in the day on, on Thursday and we, one thing we talked about is this is the equivalent of the bad beat in other sports. Yeah, if you yeah. had a ticket on Denny Hamlin. You're watching him lead the thing, I mean, five-second lead. I mean, you're he's like, going right. to win unless there is a caution, caution or him being the caution, I guess, as it Man, turns that out. was him being the caution. Um, you know, and, and maybe Harvick thought he was pushing Har- Hamlin to wear his tires out a bit. But truth be told, Harvick wasn't close enough to him to really push him. No, uh, Rodney Childers said keep pressure on him, keep pressure on him. They talked about that. Uh, yeah, that pressure was... Like, yeah, exactly. If he was putting pressure on Denny, then he was wearing his he, own tires he was, out. He was in downtown Indianapolis when while he was putting yeah, pressure on. Yeah, I think on. Denny was certainly the best car at Indianapolis. I think Harvick certainly had the second best but car. And, and who? I, you, you probably want to talk about the guy that finished second. No, no. Or the guy that finished third. There you go. Two guys. Matt Kenseth finished second, by the way. Now, look at what he did at Pocono. We said Pocono, resurgence, Matt Kenseth feeling good, same car, a 10th and 11th place finish at Pocono. What's he do? He comes out. And almost wins his first ever brickyard at you know after he comes out of retirement. That'd have been amazing. So crushing for him right there. But Eric Almarola, the guy we said is one of the hottest in the sport. Five straight top fives. Three of those have been top threes. I, there's not much you can say right now except Eric Almarola. He has not won, but he is hot. He's done everything but win them. I know he hadn't finished second either, but I mean, but that, but every week he's right every there. Every week he's there, and you end up with a Cole Custer sighting. Cole Custer, best run for his so, career, I believe. So you have Kevin Harvick winning from Stuart Haas Racing. You have Eric Almirola, fourth, third. You have Cole Custer, fifth. And then you have to go all the way down to, well, Clint Boyer was in, was, had some issues. He, uh, I believe he got caught up on the pit road thing. Let's look. He's not but a damaged vehicle policy. It was a good run for the Stuart Haas team. I don't remember exactly what happened to Boyer, but he had some problem. <clears throat> but, but Stuart Haas showing once again, they are one of the dominant organizations. This week, we're going to talk about Joe Gibbs has always been the dominant organization, but you know, notice the name that is is conspicuously absent from the top five, Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch does not have a playoff point yet. That's unbelievable to me. All right, and we're getting ready to go to a track where he has two wins. He really will tell you he probably should at least have three because he should have beaten his brother last year, at least I'm sure in his mind. He thinks he should have beaten his brother to finish. If Kyle Busch does not do well this weekend at Kentucky – do we start getting concerned but about one, his playoff what, chances? Once again, like we had Kevin Harvick last but, year. He is finishing seventh, fifth, 
fourth, but he has sixth. no playoff but, points. But I, Kevin started winning races in understood. July and August last but year. I would kill to have that slump. No, I understand it. But when we talked about Kevin being in a slump last year, then Kevin started winning. Started winning, and he, Kevin started building those playoff points. He did. Kyle's not even winning stages. No, he's right not. Now. He's not definitely the Kyle Busch that that we have seen so dominant. And Denny has been so good, and even honestly, the the two races at Pocono and at Indianapolis, Martin Truex Jr. was nowhere to be found either. Nope. They're, they're, they're definitely fading on those two. Eric Jones, remember, I was high on Eric Jones. And at Pocono, he got wrecked the first day, and the second day was in the top five. So it was like, okay, Eric Jones. And I said, Brickyard, going to be good. Had a really good card. He was great. But Blew a tire. The right front. And he's also really good at Kentucky. So I, I'm – and Christopher Bell ran good. So the, I still think that the, the Joe Gibbs team is, you know, there. But right now, Stuart Haas definitely is – Pulling away a little bit. And a few other fun names, though, Jeff. Michael McDowell again. We keep saying Now, for betters, you're not getting a lot for him because he's not winning or top threes. But if you have a top ten bet, if you have your group matchup, Michael McDowell is right now cashing tickets. And Tyler Reddick again. Now, you had Austin Dillon running really well and him, Matt Benedetto got in their last lap thing. But... Tyler Reddick and Michael McDowell, another top five, and Bubba Wallace, another top five. Yeah, Bubba, top Wa- 10, sorry. Yeah, Bubba Wallace running really well. And and uh, I tell you, other great thing for Bubba Wallace, by the way, it sounds like he has got a huge lead in the fan vote for the yeah, All-Star. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any, any All-Star. So. There's definitely no uh, no deal. Brickyard, 400 results. You have uh, Kevin Harvick, of course, plus 400 to win. Top three, he was a plus 115. He was the favorite. 16-1 uh, to one for Matt Kenseth, 10-1 to one for Eric Almirola. Great returns on those guys. Kevin Harvick, his results, if you had him to win, 400, top three, 115, 205 to win Group A. Uh, over Kyle Busch, he was a minus. Over Denny Hamlin, he was a minus. And over Truex, he was a minus. Heavy minus, too, 145, 145, and 185, which that is what he really should have been. No, I think those were definitely fair numbers. And, uh, I mean, look, look, right now betting Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin, I mean, you, you really can't go wrong. You're not going to go, and, and I think that trend will continue this week. Even and, and it's going to be interesting. And we'll talk about <laughs> Kentucky a little bit later on the show. But Let's get to some of the other NASCAR news things. First, as, as we noticed, Jimmy Johnson was not at the racetrack last weekend. Um, bummer for him, his last Brickyard 400. Uh, he did end up with the coronavirus. Uh, spoke to him a few times. You know, it's Jimmy. And he has already been cleared to race, had two negative tests Monday and Tuesday. It makes you wonder how long did he have it? He had it for a couple weeks. Or did he get a false positive? No, because his wife also had it. I I think that he had it longer than he knew. So theoretically, he had it at Pocono. Possibly. It it, it very well could be. But I think if you're a competitor, you're confused by this a little bit. Well, I mean, no, I'm not confused by it. I I just go, you know, look. Jimmy, Jimmy followed the protocols. I think that NASCAR's protocols worked completely perfectly in this case, which is Jimmy has no contact with the team until he gets to pit road, gets in his race car, and then really has no contact except for his interior guy putting his, right. you know, his, his Parker pumper hose on his head. So I think that, that protocols are working. Kudos to NASCAR on that. And we will see Jimmy back this week at Kentucky. Um, doesn't mean I'm going to bet him, but <laughs> just saying he's back. He's back, and and I think you know for him. I mean, it's good. To, look, we need Jimmy Johnson competing this year. It's his final season. We used to say this like about Dale Jr. Remember, we need Dale Jr. to do well. I do believe we need Jimmy Johnson to do well. I don't I think, think that, it hurts anymore. No. I mean, I think there was probably a time when people were yeah. saying anybody but the forty-eight, but I don't think that's the feelings right now. Not anymore. I don't think it is anymore. 
Uh, Point, but, and I felt bad for Justin Allgaier. He really didn't uh, get an opportunity to shine because that pile up on pit road. That, and, that and, he thought, and he saw a hole too. If you watch the race, you saw it. He, he saw a hole. He tried to squirt through it's it. pit road at Indy. If you and, see a hole, you should yeah, just stop. He, he tried to get through get it. From behind, I think it was Brendan Poole ended up getting hit. He hit him into the in, into Ryan Blaney's tire or rear tire changer. It was just I felt so bad for for him. Um, other cool news: <clears throat> NASCAR has announced the entire rest of the regular season. As a race fan, Jeff, wow. Uh, yeah, there's some wow factor. You know, this weekend is a wow. Well, this weekend there's gonna be a lot of racing at Kentucky. There's there's like a couple of Xfinity races, a truck race, an ARCA race, and then a Cup race. And then we're gonna see the schedule get a little bit strange for a while. We're gonna have an All Star race on Wednesday night, and then after the Sunday race at Texas, and we're gonna do a Thursday night in Kansas, and then not run on a Sunday, and and then we're gonna get back into the the August schedule. And uh, we've got double header schedule at both Dover. And at Michigan. And at Kentucky this week. Well, no, there's no cup well, doubleheader. No, it's Finley doubleheader. But, but there's, there's a, a cup doubleheader. What was it? At, cup at I cup thought, doubleheaders at Dover and, and Michigan. Michigan. Oh, wow. Because we missed there the early Michigan and Dover races. But the big one up here, the, the big one, is that because of the state of New York's 14-day quarantine on people coming from certain states and, and North, North Carolina, Carolina being one of those, one of those uh, the NASCAR teams were not granted a waiver by the state of New York to go race at Watkins Glen. So they're going to move that race to the road course at Daytona. Awesome. Where the cup cars have never been on that track. No one, well, now several of the drivers have competed in the Rolex 24 or the 24 hours of Daytona down there, but it's going to be a little different. The question is what team puts A.J. Allmendinger in a car first? Well, I tell you, I think you're also going to probably look at some of those sports car aces like a Wayne well, Taylor and some people like that. Andy that, Lally, immediately to me, Andy Lally Andy, comes Andy to mind. Lally is another guy down there. I, I agree with you on A.J. Allmendinger. But I think A.J. Allmendinger would have probably been in somebody's car if it was Every Watkins yeah. Glen. You he, know? he was probably going to be in somebody's. They'll move it there. I, I know I already made a few phone calls trying to maybe get in a, in a couple race cars for that weekend. I mean, come on. I, I love that track. I've won the Rolex. And I would love to to go back there in a stock car. I mean, heck, I don't care if it's a West car, a truck, an Xfinity car. I don't care what it is. Um, so that's going to be a heck of a weekend, though. You're going to have ARCA race Friday. You're going to have Xfinity race Saturday. And then you're going to have a doubleheader with truck and, and cup on Sunday. So, once again, as a race fan, wow. Yeah, I think that's going to be really, really interesting. You know, there's I saw somebody said that they should run it at night with headlights, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't think that would be the greatest uh, television product that you could put. I think, you know, a 24-hour race. Try to put different. headlights in our race car. Well, I understand. A 24-hour race is one thing because you're running in the daytime and the nighttime and then back into the daytime. You're not well, just going to run a – I don't know how long that race is going to be. I'm assuming it's going to be like a 200-mile race or something kind of similar to Sonoma. When you're on the 24-hour, TV coverage from – 11 p.m. to like 6, 7 a.m., not all that vital. Uh, no, no, I would agree with you. No, I, I, I don't think that's going to be an option. But I'm just kind of curious to see it. It's like, I, I mean, I'm wondering, is there even going to be a stock car test? Is I, anybody going to go no, down heard, there and run a car? I heard they were going to have a test session, um, brief test session to get the guys on the track. Uh, I, I, I listened to Larry McReynolds today, and I'll, I'll throw a little shade on Larry McReynolds. He always hates Racing in the rain and stock cars, which, as you know, Jeff, I am the exact opposite. I was going to say, you, do rain, you used to do rain dances before. <laughs> oh, dude, I races. used to love it when they say rain. And, of course, Daytona in August, pretty good chance you're going to have a thunderstorm at some point. Uh, definitely in the late in the afternoon. And, and with all I've, these, uh, th- we've been having all these, like, 3 o'clock local time 
starts. So three so o'clock, you, four o'clock. You could see that could be for betters. That could be one of the most fun races of the year when it comes to betters and watching for rain and looking for some interlopers that might show up, looking at guys that Kyle Bush has some experience. Jimmy Johnson has some experience on that road course. Um, I was joking with somebody the other day, though. Yeah, our experience, though, in the race cars that we drove, on the back straightaway, you have what's called the bus stop at Daytona, of course. Right. And the race cars that we've driven, like in an LMP car or a DP car, you get to the 100 marker and you hit the gas and you can make that bus stop. If you try that in a stock car, you, yeah, you'll end up at the airport. Um, <laughs> so, so that's seven. They may, they need they have a 500 marker as their furthest. So, back. so do you you don't think that the sports car experience that guys like Kyle or or Kurt or Jimmy and some of those guys will really even do them that much good? No, I think it will car? do. I think it'll do them a lot of good. Because as part of me thinks that can make it go the other way if they think no, it's it going to handle like a sports no, car. It can go the opposite, and that that was my point. Is if we try to get to that one marker, yeah, that's not going to play well. But it will give us an advantage. We know already where our visual reference points are. We do know where we want to put the race car. You do know where you want things. So you will still have a betting advantage looking at guys with experience, but at the same time, the driver's going to have to say, Oh yeah, 100 foot. No, 700 foot. Yes. Yeah. And what, and look to me, these are the best racers in the world and they will adapt. They will figure it out. They'll make it. You know, if they don't get a practice session in, turn one might be interesting, but that's a whole other story for another day. But How many times have we had interesting turn ones this year? By the way, speaking of road courses, and, you know, we saw, I, I'll tell you, I saw maybe one of the most incredible Xfinity Series races I've ever seen in my life on Saturday on the road course at Indianapolis. It was another If great. you saw the last lap of the race and you had four cars all over top of each other on the last lap, um... You think there's any thoughts that they would put the cup cars on that road course? They've been talking about it for years, and and we all know the guy that now runs the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is a, a your guy. Old, that, your old boss. We're we're familiar with him. You know the captain. He is not afraid to make bold moves. So that went so well. I think we could see in the future a at least Xfinity in the immediate term, maybe down the road even a cup. On that road course. Well, and I, th- I thought it was pretty cool and exciting to see the the Indy cars there with the the Cup cars, even though they were on opposite days. And I think we might see a, a couple more of those before it's before it's all said and I done. I think we will. I think we might even see one maybe uh, at Texas at some point. But I think that's pretty cool. Now, one more last bit of, of racing news: All Star Race format was announced. So there, the Bristol now All Star Race, not in Charlotte. Uh, the, as, as the race fans might know that aren't are familiar with our sport one million dollars no points and that race is going to be wednesday night so it will be before we have another show after this one yep so, so we, we will not be talking about it. and and a lot of a lot of places booking that one if you're asking me don't bet on the all-star race that thing is volatile right there because people especially at bristol i see a lot of paybacks open format this year is going to be 35 laps for stage one 35 laps for stage two and how about this 15 laps mr jeff motley for the final stage in the open and in the fourth stage of the main event, 15 laps at yeah, Bristol. Yeah, but the, the important thing is this. Now, NASCAR has said that when we get to the all-star race, those 55, 35, 35, those first three segments, they will count their caution laps. No cautions. Count no caution laps in those last 15, and the race must finish under, under green. green. So even if we get the white flag, we're still going to go under green. I, I, 
that's that's going to be tough. That is the that's way that tough. I'm I'm. But I don't. Well, I don't know. My guess is if they throw the white flag, the only flag that will follow it is the checkered, unless somebody's upside down on fire. No, they're saying they're <laughs> going to throw the caution. I, well, listen, the, I, I love it. I think it's going to be really cool to see it at Bristol at somewhere. Look, I, I, Charlotte, notwithstanding, we've talked for years about should we move the All Star race some places. Uh, I think that's a great because of circumstances it worked out but i think it's a phenomenal place to take it i think that smi and bruton smith good or marcus smith you know great decision uh nascar kudos to say hey let's go still have it i mean you could have just canceled the all-star race and said eh. well and the governor of tennessee is allowing thirty thousand fans to be there for the race i mean and that it, will look like absolutely nobody I understand that but it will but i'll tell but you there's that. still thirty thousand people to get to go still thirty thousand people to get to go and i think for the drivers to finally hear some cheering will be nice It'll i mean yeah nice. there was a little bit of cheering at talladega i mean whatever would they let in like 5,000 5, people or something. People. But I think to have 30,000 people at Bristol, even though we know Bristol's got 140, 150,000 seats. Like I said, we should ask Jerry Caldwell to tell us the exact number, but he probably oh, well, won't. They're, they're, listen, <laughs> I, know you, I know these track guys. They lie. <laughs> well, but to have 30,000 people there, I think I think it's just going to be cool for the drivers to yeah. finally hear, hear cheering because I think that I don't think any athlete really truly appreciates the fans until they don't have them sometimes. Well, uh, look, NASCAR drivers, I think we've always appreciated more than some, but even right, but especially right now, I mean, I've only been to Talladega where there's 5,000 people, but rain delayed extra day. You go out there. Uh, it's, it's just, it's creepy weird when you're so used to hearing. Well, in the past, if you had a rain delay, you'd probably try to find, you'd go out and try to sign some autographs or go, no, take you go to, yeah, you go to, the, or, go to the, go to the, go to the t-shirt trailer, you know, go, go do something, you know, and all you're doing was sitting there watching television or watching so, the rain. Really cool format next Wednesday, uh, all-star race at Bristol. Going to be a lot of fun. Betters. <sighs> yeah. I, I, that, that uh, look, yeah. I'm just going to warn you betters. If you want to take flyers on the all-star race, you are more than welcome. But if you're talking to me and Jeff Motley, I am definitely just going to in, sit back, enjoy, grab me a cold one, and watch the race and enjoy. Well, yeah, don't come crying to us if you're like, oh, man, he was right there. Because I'm going to tell you, I don't think necessarily. We've wrecked each other to win at a mile and a half where you could do some real damage. We've had some big ones in the All-Star Race. We've had some big ones in the All-Star Race. I mean, You're, I remember the year, the first night race ever, and Kyle Petty and Davey Allison wrecked the wrecked finish the, line. Uh, Davey went to the hospital instead of victory lane, and he won the and race. And he won the race. I mean, this is a deal where this format is, it's, it's for all the money, all bragging rights, nothing on the line except a race car that you're not even racing Bristol. Like, it's not like the next weekend you're racing Bristol. The Bristol race isn't until it's, October it, well, or Brist something. The Bristol race is going to be the first cutoff race of the first round of the playoffs. Hopefully it'll be the so week that's September at some point. September. So yeah. you have a ton of time to fix that race car. This is going to be a lot of fun, but for betters, I say... Stay away. There might be more hot tempers at Bristol, the all-star race, than we've ever seen at the all-star race. (laughs) I I think this is going to be fun to watch. If you want to see a fun race, that's going to be a fun one. All right, we've gotten you up on most of the news. We've kind of caught up on last week. We left you kind of in the dark on what's going to happen in Kentucky. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to win this race when we return.
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to our weekly NASCAR show. Live from the Sportsbook at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Now, back to Gone Racing. And once again, everybody, Brendan Gone here, Jeff Motley, Gone Racing. And now we finally get to get to the nuts and bolts of our show, which is talking about betting. And we always start off with the odds to win the race. The Bluegrass uh, State. The Bluegrass State of Kentucky. Kentucky. It's going to be a great, you know, look, you know, I love that track. I've, I've got to win there. And I do love that place. But so far we got odds to win this race, which is odd to me. Kevin Harvick is plus 400. The favorite on a track that he's never won at. And, and I consider it the <clears throat> only track he's never won at because I don't count the Roval right Understood. now. Um, that's, but hey, he was a favorite at Pocono and he had never won at Pocono. True. And he's the hottest guy on the circuit right now. But Kevin Harvick plus 400, Kyle Busch plus 600, a guy we just talked that we're kind of fading on as far as winning races. Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr. at plus 650. Chase Elliott, Brad Keselowski at plus 800. Joey Logano, 900. Ryan Blaney comes in there at 12 to 1. Alex Bowman, Jimmy Johnson, and Kurt Busch all 20 to 1s. Eric Jones at 25 and Eric Almarola at 28. William Byron, 33, but a Matt Kenseth at 40 with Clint Boyer at 40. I got to look at the, some guys way down there and say, I think there are some guys with value that we could do well with this week. Well, the defending champ of the race is 20 to 1. Eric Jones has run really well at Kentucky. He doesn't have a lot of races. He's got about three races there, but he's run well in all three of them. Three top 10s in all of them. I mean, three top 10s, three races. Outside of Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin, you might even argue that Eric Almirola has been the most consistent racer over the last last six weeks. And of we've the always season. said you got to be in the top five, Motley, to be able to win races. Right. Eric Almirola, and he's knocking on the door now. He he's there every week at at twenty eight to one. That to me is extremely overpriced for a guy that's been five races in a row in the top five. Now hasn't led laps, hasn't won a lot of stages, but that right there to me is the most overvalued guy. 
on that board. You mean undervalued? Undervalued. undervalued. Well, I, I, I completely agree with you. No question about it. And I think Eric Jones is a really close second to being undervalued there. You know, but another guy that we showed up there was Brad Keselowski. He's a three-time winner there, and he's at plus 800. And I think we go back and we look at Charlotte, we look at Atlanta, some of those tracks where are very similar, and not exactly like Kentucky. I mean, and one thing that, that I think has to be kind of brought up here Normally, by the time we get to Kentucky, we've had races at Kansas and at Chicago that are very similar very, tracks. Very, we very haven't close. had Kansas or Chicago races. This is really our first semi-flat mile-and-a-half oval that we've run on. So there's no real data points this year for a track like this. No, but but Brad has been very good there. Um, 20th last year, but third, then a 39th, then a first. So he is good there. He's got three wins there. Another there's guy. Only been nine races. Another guy, though, Matt Kenseth. Which, okay, Kenseth, we faded him a little bit. He was running pretty. Now, Kenseth coming off three really good solid runs with a 10th and 11th. And then we said identical tracks. The second really looked really good. But Matt Kenseth has only missed one start at, at Kentucky. He's got, there's only been nine races. He's got eight starts. And he's got a win. But his last two when he drove in his last couple years, 17th and 19th, yeah, and, and again, Kenseth is the hard one to read. I mean, basically, I think the last – this will be the third race with the third different team that he's raced there with. So that's kind of the tough thing, I think, with Matt Kenseth is, uh, you know, he's raced for so many different race teams. Oh, and all of his races at Kentucky, I think he's probably run for Roush and run for Gibbs and then came back and run for Roush again. And now he's going to be running for Ganassi. So he's a little bit all over the place there. He was, he was Gibbs, Gibbs, 15, 16, 17, 18 was Gibbs, Gibbs, and then Roush in, in uh, was there two races? Oh, there was two. No. 16, 17, 18. Yeah, there we go. He didn't run 2019. He did not run in 19. Okay, <clears throat> so, so he, that Kentucky, they I guess Trevor Bain got replaced after that, or I, I can't remember how that whole thing. Ken's been in and out for the last several years. A really good one right there to win the race. I still, with his current performance, and you know we always say, what have you done for me lately? Matt Kenseth has done a lot more for me lately uh, on this, with this style race car, with this style pack, the 550 Aero Duck package, he's done really well lately. Well, and the other thing about Matt Kenseth is, look, you have to believe that when Chip Ganassi asked him to come and replace Kyle Larson, there had to be a little bit of nervousness, maybe a little bit of hesitation. And I think now that he's gotten more races under his belt and have a good run like he had at Indianapolis by finishing second, I think Matt Kenseth is probably starting to get his confidence up even higher. And I think Matt Kenseth probably feels like he can go out and challenge for wins right now. What about two guys, though, that we we normally have been talking about a lot lately and have have not talked about at all today, which is Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney? Yeah, they're on that first page, but, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like they won a a couple of races and said, all right, we're in the playoffs now. We're going to go chill out for a while. Because I tell you, Ryan Blaney, shockingly, was not good at all at Pocono. And Indianapolis was kind of a weird situation because he got caught up in that that accident, that crash on on uh, pit road early in the race. So, so I, I mean, those numbers right there, I, they were hot. We've said, you even said, hottest in the sport. Well, they're coming back to a track I think they'll do well on. All right, we got through the odds to win the race. When we return, we're going to get into the DraftKings Top 3 and some more on Gone Racing. Welcome back. 
NASCAR show, live from the Sportsbook at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Now, back to Gone Racing. Welcome back in, everybody. Brendan Gone, Jeff Motley, Gone Racing, still here at the VEASAN studio. Uh, top three, Mr. Motley, for Kentucky Speedway this week. Um, some usual chalk at the top. Usual chalk, but no negative numbers. <laughs> nope, no negatives. And we've seen a lot of positive numbers this year. We haven't seen any negatives yet this year. No. Uh, Kevin Harvick is your favorite, plus 120. Kyle Busch, plus 165. Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr. at plus 175. Chase Elliott, 200. Brad Kay, been bet down to 210. That's a... Interesting number there. Uh, Brad, Joey Logano, 250. Ryan Blaney, 300. Alex Bowman, 500. With Jimmy Johnson there and Kurt Busch, both 500s. Now we're getting into where I see some massive value. Eric Jones, plus 600. Eric Almirola, plus 700. William Byron and Matt Kenseth at plus 800. Uh, Clint Boyer, 10 to 1. Christopher Bell, 12 to 1. Matt Benedetto, Tyler Reddick, both guys that we've been talking about doing really well, 16. And even Cole Custer, who had a great race last weekend at 25 to 1. Yeah, you know, I don't think we're surprised to see who's at the top. I like seeing those positive numbers. Uh, yes, it does look like there's money coming in on Brad Keselowski, and I can't say that I blame people. I think nope, nope. I think Brad's a guy that, um, you know, he's kind of been quiet the last few weeks. I mean, he's been up there, but he's just been quiet. I think he's had pretty good runs, even at Pocono and at Indianapolis. He just hasn't really been up there challenging for the win. So I would not be surprised to see Brad Keselowski be a guy who has a really strong run this week. But seeing a guy like Eric Jones, Eric Almirola, and even Matt Kenseth coming off of three such strong. I mean, look, Eric Jones crashed top three, running top three, crashed really fast lately, really good at Pocono. Yeah, and or, you I know, mean, sorry, Kentucky. You know, and the other thing about Eric Jones right now, I mean, Eric Jones is he's kind of racing for his job. You know, Eric Jones is a little bit, I mean, his contract is up at the end of this year. Oh, is this they, contract year? Yeah, his contract is up. There has not been discussions about extending it, at least not that's been made public. Um, and I think he's even publicly said that, you know, he says, I just need to do the best I can and hope everything falls the way he wants it to fall. And, you know, you don't necessarily know what does Toyota have in mind for, for Christopher Bell. Do they want to move him over into one of those four top Gibbs cars and maybe they maybe there's somebody else they want to move in. <clears throat> so I think Eric Jones is kind of racing for his life right now. Well, and, and we talked last week. We showed Eric Almirola for a top three, and Matt Kenseth were both double-digit. This week, plus 600, plus 800, but I still like those, and I still like Matt Benedetto. Matt is a guy that run, has been running strong, was running strong last week at the end of the race, gotten went for a little bit too much on the last yeah, two corners. and I hated that because you know, I really, <laughs> really like Matt, but that was his fault. He, no, he, he, he knows it. He, yeah. he, he, he put it in there a little too deep. He's never really done well at Kentucky. Um, does have a 16th place I mean, finish last year. He's in the best year. car he's ever taken he is, to Kentucky. But he, and he had his best finish last year at 16th with uh with Levine. So Right right. I think sometimes you got a guy like Matt DiBenedetto who's certainly in the best car he's ever been in. It's really kind of hard to look at past history. And I know that's a that's redundant to say past history, so to but, look at history. But it is true. And, and I say the same thing a little bit about Eric Almirola. Now, Eric Almirola, the last two years he's raced for Stuart Haas. He's had his two best finishes that he's had at Kentucky. And before that, he raced for Richard Petty Motorsports. Of course, he missed the 17 race when he broke his back. But I think you look at a guy like Eric Almirola, he's also having the best year of his career. Yes, he is. So it's like Even though he hasn't won. Even though he hasn't won. But I think, and he did get some wins when he was with Richard Petty. I think one of those might have been a rain-delayed or he was out, I know he was out in front, I believe, in, in one of the uh, the restrictor plate races. But Almirola's got to be a guy that goes to the racetrack every week right now saying, I got a chance to win. 
Well, and DraftKings has no field for the top three this week. They uh, anybody in the longer shot numbers? I mean, Austin Dillon twenty five to one. You think this is the first time that Quinn Half and Josh Balicki have ever had a line put on them? Uh, they're, they're, they're only four hundred to one. That's, that's I mean, that's only four hundred to one. Only four hundred to one. I'd save my one. I would still I'd save the one. <laughs> but I mean, other than looking down, John Hunter's been running well, but I don't see top three out. Michael McDowell at two fifty though. Michael McDowell has been running top 10 consistently. Yeah. You know, there's something about that, that team, you know, that team has been, been better this year and way uh, better with John Hunter Nemechek and, and Michael McDowell there. They are running really, really well. Yeah. I don't know what, it, I mean, look, that team might, I mean, maybe they're a year away from really having something stepping to, to, to stepping up and yep. becoming one of the, the teams that can contend every week. So, uh, yeah, I think 250 to one is a, a pretty crazy <laughs> that, number to that throw to me, on a guy like Michael McDowell. That to me might be worth putting a dollar on. Yeah. That one might be worth the dollar. Cause he's been running well enough to, for me to say, got to run before you can get a top five, you got to be top tens. Well, guess what? He's running top ten. And he's had some top most tens. every week. He's been really good. So I, I I do like that one right there. Um, all right, let's get into the matchups real quick here. Not a whole lot of excitement. Last year we were out, we were excited. We had a lot of cool matchups to go to. This weekend, uh, I mean, nothing super sticking out to me. The only one that I'm looking at that I really like: Eric Allenrola minus one thirty to a Clint Boyer plus one ten. Uh, look, uh, Eric Allenrola has been running better than Clint Boyer every week. Consistently. I mean, period. No, Clint Boyer hasn't been near him. So I like that minus 130 for Eric Almarola. Yeah, that was a pretty good, pretty good number. I, you know, you know me, I kind of like to look for the plus sign, say who's the guy that's on the plus sign who I look at. And, you know, there's a lot of love being given to Kevin Harvick. And, oh. and, 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 you know, I know this has not been his best track. In fact, this probably has been, this may have been his worst track. You've got, a guy like Martin Tricks Jr. has got multiple wins at Kentucky, getting pluses against Kevin Harvick. Denny Hamlin, who I I think Denny Hamlin is actually the hottest guy on the circuit right now, and he just got very unlucky with the blown tire last week, getting a plus sign on Kevin Harvick. And Denny has been pretty strong on these tracks, these type tracks lately. And Chase Elliott is also at a plus 105. And I think Chase Elliott, what we've seen him do on some of these mile-and-a-half tracks, how well he ran at Atlanta and, and his wins win at Darlington, um, I, I just – and how well Chase Elliott ran at Charlotte. I just think that, I don't know, those guys getting plus numbers against Kevin Harvick, I kind of like some of those. There's a name you're not mentioning, and he's on a plus line. Martin Truex Jr., plus 105 to Kevin Harvick. Well, that's what I said. Yeah, you I mentioned said that, three guys. But yeah. you didn't mention Martin. Like, let's talk about Martin Truex Jr., though. Martin Truex Jr., last three races, first, dominating fashion, first, dominating fashion, and 19th last year where he had, you know, ran into some problems. But first, first, this guy, I mean, mile and a half. In the last three years, he's really good. His and, name was synonymous with Mile and a Half. And just because he has been bad the last two weeks with the Pocono doubleheader in Indianapolis, I do not believe there will be any carryover of that. I mean, to Kentucky led 162, 52 laps two years ago, 174 last year, then zero the next year. So he had a bad day. That happens. You're allowed to have. Yeah, a bad and I'd day. like to go back and probably look and see what happened because there's no way that he, he was just out bad. to lunch. He was not. He was not out to lunch. I don't think that would have happened. I don't disagree. I, I I do like Martin Truex at a plus 105, even though it's up against Harvick. I think that you know, look, Harvick is great, but Martin Truex Jr. at this racetrack has been better, a whole lot better recently. Yeah, I I just and I kind of said the same thing with Pocono. I wanted Kevin Harvick to prove to me that he was going to he could do it he could and he and you but, said but you there, said that on air you right. said i want him to prove before i jump on him but one thing that we did say about pocono kevin harvick over the last 10 races at pocono before that double header he had had the second most laps led yes. he just had one he's had one 
He has not he had that kind that. of success at no. Kentucky. He, he's he's good. He's t- he's you know runs well, but not that. That's the he's only the, got one top that's, five. That's the I would I I'd kill for nine that races. Well. He, nine races. He's Understood. got one top five. One top five, six top tens. I would kill for that record, but it's not a record that makes me want to bet him, even though he's the hottest guy in the sport. All right, we got through the top threes. We got through the matchups. When we return, groups. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to our weekly NASCAR show. Live from the Sportsbook at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Now, back to Gone Racing. Just a reminder, if you missed anything from today's show, you can download the Gone Racing podcast today. We're podcasters, Motley. Not only is it free, but you can download and listen to the show before it airs here on VEASAN. The new Gone Racing podcast is available via, via Apple, Google, iHeart, Spotify, and Stitcher. And, of course, at VEASAN.com slash podcasts. Stitcher? Stitcher. What is Stitcher? We're big time podcasters. You need to know this. So tell me what it is. <laughs> Isaiah, what's Stitcher? Um, Let's see, Isaiah yeah. knew, knew it's what that. It's another podcasting network, D, guys. Come on. Isaiah knew what DVP was. Yeah, I don't we're, we're doing Stitcher very is. badly when it comes to. I know iHeart. I knew Apple, Google, Spotify. I know all that. Stitcher. Yeah. Stitcher. That was a new one for. We're me. we're superstars on Stitcher. We're, no, we're old. And we are. See, Brendan, that's we're we showing are. our age. Yeah, we are. All right, let's talk about our group matchups. The last thing that you know, we love to bet more often than most and we'll start right into group a which uh, i mean come on kevin harvick is the favorite plus 245 kyle bush martin trex jr and brad keselowski all of them at plus 275 
So, so let's see. There's been nine races at Kentucky. You've got seven of the total wins right there in, in group. that group, and Kevin Harvick is not one of them. And he's the favorite, and he's not one of them. Mm-hmm. But we talked about fading Kyle Busch, okay? We said I, Brad Keselowski has not been as strong. I'm telling you, this is the week that if Kyle Busch doesn't produce this week, we get worried about Kyle Busch. Oh, God. Uh, same thing he said about no, no, no. Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick started winning by this time last year. Mm-hmm. I wish you guys could see Brendan's hand motions on no, the radio. They can see it on the VSIN. They can see it on one of these things. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, but we'll see. I, I would say Martin Truex Jr. to me, based off how well he runs there, the fact that Kevin has not run as well, and I'm fading Kyle and I'm fading Brad, I do like a Martin Truex Jr. right there. Okay. So I'm, just, I'm not saying I'm picking it. I'm just saying I like that. I think I honestly believe this is the week that, that Kyle Busch gets his act together. All right. Uh, group B has Chase Elliott and Denny Hamlin both at plus 255, Joey Logano at plus 275, and Ryan Blaney is the dog at plus 285. Um, I, I think the first thing that kind of jumps out at me there is Denny Hamlin in Group B. At, well, no, I mean, look, like you said, now, look where are you going to put him in look Group at, A? Look at the rate, the, the number of wins in that Group A, but I look and say Denny Hamlin's tied as the co favorite with Chase Elliott. I think that, that line moves before you get uh, before the race. You might, if you want Denny Hamlin, jump on him now because I think that number is going to shrink as it gets closer. Denny's just been too hot to not be the favorite against those guys right there. No, I don't disagree with you there. I mean, I just, I just think Denny's been so consistent that it's, and it's I hard don't, to, and I don't see him blowing a right front with five to go at Kentucky. Not at Kentucky. Uh, getting into Group C, we have Kurt Busch as the favorite at plus two forty, Alex Bowman and Eric Jones at plus two sixty, and Eric Almirola at plus three fifteen. I am so wow. bummed. That they put Eric Jones and Eric Almirola in the same group this yeah, week. Yeah, and but and their odds are long. I mean, it's almost like because they're plus two sixty and plus three fifteen, they're enticing. Yeah, there's a part of you that says, "Man, just go bet both just the take Eric's." Both. Because I, I mean, look, Kurt Busch won there last year. Uh, Kurt's really kind of struggled a little bit the last the last few weeks, and and Alex Bowman. You know, there was a point in time earlier in the year where I think we thought Alex Bowman was going to be like. Well, just he bursting did, on the scene. He and, did win. And he really kind of has been kind of quiet lately. Before the before the, the world shut down, he was running well on the mile and a half, the five fifty you know tracks. He was doing well, so I can see why he's in there. Uh, Kurt Busch did win last year. Uh, he's been very good there, but I don't see that same Kurt Busch that was racing last year. He just has not been as consistent. Where Eric Jones and Eric Almirola take the wrecks out of Eric Jones, <clears throat> he's been phenomenal. And of course, we've talked about Eric Almirola being so consistent. That's so, why I, I would really, really be tempted if I were better to bet both of them. You could bet both of them and still end up on a positive. That's not a bad... I might, I might steal that idea. I don't know. Uh, group D, we have William Byron is plus 240, Clint Boyer at plus 260, Christopher Bell plus 285, and shocking to me, the dog is Matt Kenseth at plus 285. Um, hmm. Hmm. I, hmm. You, if you go off of the last three weeks... I, I, oh boy, I, t- and I, look, really, like, Bell, I really like Matt. Christopher Kenseth Bell right had a great race. One of the races at Pocono, not real good. The other ones, <clears throat> uh, you know, yeah, but Matt Kenseth to me is, has seems to me to be finally finding his, I, I think he's getting his rhythm. He's getting his confidence. Uh, the team, I think he, and he's gelling with his crew chief. He's gelling with his team. I, boy, I, I really, really like Matt. Kenseth I like Matt Kenseth. Kenseth in that one. Uh, group E is Tyler Reddick. And Matt Benedetto and Austin Dillon all tied as favorites at plus 240. And Ryan Newman, a heavy, heavy underdog at plus 380. 
Um, I can see that based off of how well Tyler, Matt, and Austin have been running. So I think the numbers are correct there. And it's very difficult for me to choose between those three. They, You could throw a blanket over them every week. Yeah, you could. I think probably, I think Matt DiBenedetto has been a little, little, little bit better. A little bit better. A little, little bit better. I agree. Um, in a but red- still, they have a blank. I mean, look at the wreck last week was... Tyler Reddick or uh, Matt Austin Dillon Austin and Matt, Dillon, Matt Benedetto running for a top and, 10 position. And who was the guy that passed him for that position? Tyler that, Reddick. It was Tyler Reddick was the one right behind him. Right. So those guys are very. There might have been a several guys that passed him once they got into the wall. <laughs> well, yes, but but the first one there was Tyler Reddick. He was right behind him. So it's very difficult for me to pick group uh, E on that one. And then our usual Ron Flatter group. Ron Flatter will Ron not Flatter, be flattered. Right, yes, Ron Flatter has been flattened. There will there will not be a Group F this week because at the Westgate they had uh, Justin Allgaier listed in the 48 car in Group F, which probably would have had. Let me guess: Michael McDowell, Chris Busher, Bubba Wallace, Plus, and, and Justin, Justin Allgaier. But I'm just guessing. I, I did not see been. it before it was taken off the board. Isaiah is kind of nodding his head that we we're probably was that, was that pretty close. I, I, I recognize three of those names because when I first did this, he was there. I think three of those were correct. Yeah. yeah. So so I mean that that would have been the Group F. Maybe Chris Busher. Maybe, could Ty, have been in there, Ty maybe a Ty or, Dillon or, or something. Whoever, yeah. But they took Group F off the board, of course, because Jimmy Johnson is now back in the 48. Uh, so that is a no action. So we have no Group F this week. So we have gone through all of our group matchups. We've gone through our top threes, the odds to win. We've done it all. Now all we have left to do is talk, talk about, about <clears throat> last week's picks. I don't think we need to talk about last week's picks. Well, you did well, too. I, I, I think it's important well, to we note. Did do well. I think it's important to note that if the people who watch us or listen to us had followed our picks last week, nobody was a loser. Everybody would have been eating steak dinners. So uh, I came in third with, I got Kevin Harvick to win, and I got Matt Kenseth to win Group E. It gave me a positive 340, 3.4. Um, Eric Jones, of course, was such a bummer with that deal, but he would have been great on both of those, I think. Uh, and Denny Hamlin, I had the plus 150, but I'd rather win the Kevin Harvick because that paid more than the Joe Gibbs right. Racing. That was my hedge. Mr. Jeff Motley, he hedged. He had two winners. I had a one winner out of the horse race. I picked one and got one. Mr. Motley picked two horses and got one, but they were both first and second. So he got Harvick to win. He also got Eric Almirola, top three, which was big for him. And then Karina, which is why she should be happy that she's just downstairs. She's in the basement today. Not yep. You know, like like Isaiah was, yeah, better than you know Isaiah, who is thankfully back with us. Uh, but she got man, she got Matt Kenseth top three. She got Kenseth to win Group E. She just basically hitched her wagon to Matt Kenseth, and and, and it he, worked and out. He for brought her. it home for. Her. So because of that, we start, and I get to lead the way on my picks. And I'm Don't going go to too fast. Remember, I have to write your yeah, picks. Yeah, yeah, we got to go slow for Motley. Well, and I only have three picks so far. So uh, first, I'm going to go into the top three. Uh, I, I like Eric Jones, and I like Eric Almirola. I like the Erics. I think those two right there both can give me a, a very, very good shot at what I'm looking for. So I'm going for both of them. And I'm also going to go with Matt Kenseth. I'm riding the three hot horses. I'm going Matt. No, you know what? I'm not going to go Matt Kenseth there. I'm going to take Matt Kenseth to win Group D. So I got, I got Eric, Eric, and Kenseth to win Group D. Then I'm going to go on the on the... Jeff Motley side, which is I'm going to pick two winners. I'm going to go with this week a Kevin Harvick to get his first win, and I'm going to stick with Denny Hamlin, who's just but those two right now are just too hot to to not. I'm going to try to do the Kevin the Jeff Motley and get both of them. Well, 
I, I felt really comfortable about having those two guys last week at Indianapolis with Denny and Harvick. I don't know that I would feel nearly as comfortable to try to pick anybody, uh, like two drivers, to win this week. So I am going to take a race winner, a guy that has run really well a mile and a half. I do believe he's going to bounce back. He's he's not been in the in the main contention. Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. I Chase knew you were going to Chase Elliott. To win at plus 800. Uh, I'm going to agree with you on, on Eric Jones at plus 600 to get a top three. So you and I will will not be able to gain on each other there. And then my other three picks, I'm going to go into the group matchups. Um, I'm going to kind of hedge that Chase Elliott bet a little bit and go Denny Hamlin at plus 255 in group B. Um, I'm with you. I can't leave Matt Kenseth at plus 285 sitting out there in group D. So I'm going to go Matt Kenseth plus 285 in group D. And I'm going to go over into group E, and I'm going to go with our buddy Matty D. I I, I like the Benedetto there in, in group E. So, Karina, who is a witness protection, afraid to be on camera. Isaiah is not. Isaiah is back. We love having him. Glad you're feeling good. Thank Isaiah, you. please lead the way. Yeah, so uh, first off, we're going to go with Almirola, top three. Ride the hot horse, as you guys have said. Uh, plus 700. It keeps going down, but I think there's still value to be found there. Uh, going to also stick with Almirola in Group C at plus 315. Don't know that he should be the... Uh, the long shot there. Also, we're going to go with Matt Kenseth in Group D. Yeah, everybody. So, uh, everybody's. Doing it. Yeah, so no, we're all kind of with the similar picks He's here. But then I'm gonna go with a. Engine on lap five. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> gonna go head to head here. Hamlin over Harvick. I think Hamlin would have had it last week had he not blown that tire. Uh, a little bad luck there. And then finally, I'm gonna go with a little bad beat revenge here. Last week I had Kenseth to win at 200 to one. Ooh. So I'm gonna follow it up with a 40 to one this week. Not as great as odds, but 40 to one to win the race for Matt Kenseth. He said I had him to win last week. I think that meant. Did he, Isaiah pick for Karina? Is no, that what we're here? but I think he meant he. I think he meant he had a Kenseth to win. As oh, in, he went to the South Point mm-hmm. to do what I am not allowed to Something do. Something you're not allowed to do until things. you officially retire. That's right. Yeah. These are these are all once again. Steve Phelps for entertainment purposes, entertainment only, purposes Steve. only for me. <laughs> uh, well, there, there's our show today. Gone racing. Mr. Motley, that uh, wraps up. I, I think we're going to have a great, another race fans weekend at Kentucky. Smorgasbord of racing at Kentucky, uh, two Xfinity races, truck race, Arca race, which can be a lot of rubber on the track, by the way, before the cup race Sunday. And then that crazy all-star race we're going to have on Wednesday night at Bristol. A ton of fun this week. Isaiah, welcome back. We appreciate having Isaiah back. Hopefully he stays for a few more weeks and we don't have to harm him any further than we already did. Um, Big shout out to Karina, though, who stepped in. Really thankful for her and everyone else downstairs yes. uh, kind of stepping up and filling in for me. We always appreciate the guys downstairs. Trip behind the glass. Also, all our crew, they do such a great job for us. They take care of these two guys, yep. which, you know, professionals determined to use loosely. See you next week again on Gone Racing. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. There's plenty to celebrate in March and
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.